0: Important new data helping doctors choose between coronary artery bypass grafting and PCI were announced at the American Heart Association sessions in Los Angeles. Patients with diabetes in the FREEDOM trial who needed revascularization for multivessel disease did clearly better than those receiving state-of-the-art PCI with drug-looting stents. Valentin Fuster gave me the details.
1: About 25% of patients that today are undergoing revascularization are patients with diabetes and multi-vessel disease. So this is the group we are talking about. So we studied 2,000 patients uh, that were randomized into the use of intervention with rachialutinus stents and coronary artery bypass grafting. This study involved 131 medical centers across the world and the study has been very significant in terms of the results this is the first prospective larger study on diabetes with multi-vessel disease that were very aggressively treated with medical therapy
0: so run me through some of those results then this is a one-to-one randomization you've compared pa- cabbage with pci what have been the results
1: well first of all the primary endpoint of the study in terms of objectives, was uh, the combination of myocardial infarction, a stroke, and death of all causes. Any of these events, as a first event, counted. And the results were very significant. And that is what we found is that five-year follow-up, about uh, 26% of the patients undergoing PCI with rakelutine stents had an event while 18% in the group that was treated with cabbage, about a relative difference of about 35-36%. In terms of myocardial infarction and in terms of all-cause mortality, independently, the results were also significant in terms in favoring bypass surgery. And the rate of stroke was slightly higher, however, in bypass surgery than in PCI, but the numbers were small and didn't affect the overall results. Perhaps one of the most striking data that came out is any subgroup, men versus women, race, blacks versus whites, countries, uh, syntax. Score, which is so important, didn't make a difference. In all the subgroups, cabbage was superior, and with each of the variables of the subgroup. So the results were so clear <laughs> that, in a way, uh, I think this is going to change practice.
0: What about economic implications then? We were hearing earlier about how this can impact practice in terms of the cost in lives saved. What do you have to say about that?
1: Well, we, this is already pre- being presented in this. Uh, in this meeting and in a long term, uh, again, cabbage is superior to PCI in terms of cost effectiveness. So it really was a winner in all counts.
0: So it's looking quite clean cut at this stage. What is the take-home bottom line message, though, for clinicians in practice right now? What should they be doing?
1: Well, I think the take-home message, I can give you an example. 40% of the patients declined to enter into the study because they prefer PCI because you don't open the chest. I think today we have to be much more cautious and try to convince this group to undergo bypass surgery. I think this is actually the message.
0: So these results are enough to say cabbage should be the first choice? I believe so. So there was a slight increased risk um, of stroke, though, with cabbage. What do you attribute that to?
1: Well, it was. I mean, this was about five percent, uh, and the other was two, and PCI was two percent. What is interesting is these strokes with cabbage don't don't happen at the time of the of the procedure. It, it may may happen a little bit later. So I think it's hard to say how we can prevent them. Although the numbers are relatively small.
0: Valentin Fuster from Mount Sinai Medical Center in New York, talking with me about his results in harmony with other study findings in patients with diabetes and less complex vessel disease, where cabbage is also proving better than PCI. And at the AHA late-breaking session where he released the Freedom data, I asked the commentator, Alice Jacobs, for her take on these results.
2: I think that uh, given the totality of evidence, that uh, that Freedom adds to the totality of evidence that patients with multivessel disease, with diabetes, uh, should have bypass surgery rather than percutaneous coronary intervention at the present time. I think there are things that we need to sort out with Freedom. One will be the um, follow-up. Less than half the patients will follow up for four years, so longer-term follow-up may change the results. We always think about the next um, iteration of um, advancements in technology which is what fueled this study, whether or not drug-eluting stents would negate some of the benefit of bypass surgery. But I think if you uh, believe that the mechanism of why bypass surgery has an advantage is that it protects against the development of new disease, and anything that we now discover to treat discrete lesions probably won't impact these results. That said, um, we need to think about the fact that the reliable detection and potential prophylactic treatment of the
0: uh, vulnerable plaque may not be that far away. This was quite a complex um, subgroup of patients. So, what about those other less complex patients? Then, what does this mean for them?
2: Well, I think these were real-world diabetic patients. I- again, it's within the confines of a randomized trial, so that there's some sanitation of the population. But it was a represented a broad range of syntax scores. So, I don't, you know, I don't think it. I- I don't think it was necessarily a narrow enrollment.
0: So, what would your take home bottom line message be then at this stage? Is it as clean cut as to say we should be doing cabbage now?
2: I think that this uh, freedom adds to the already existing ev- evidence base that shows that cabbage is the preferred therapy uh, compared to PCI for patients with diabetes and multivessel disease.
0: Dr. Alice Jacobs from Boston University talking to me at the 2012 Scientific Sessions of the American Heart Association. I'm Sarah Maxwell in Los Angeles.